the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Welcome to all of those of you who are listening and are watching. We're so glad to have you on this edition of the broadcast of The Kingdom and Its Stories. And just to reemphasize what you heard at the uh, beginning take of the program, our purpose is to interview those who are actually living their lives in such a way to intentionally be Jesus' hands and feet and to encourage others to do that. And we do this not to bring glory to the people that we're interviewing, but to be an example that will inspire those of us who are listening to examine how we might better be Jesus' hands and feet. And today, um, we have Jenna and Jake Fair. And um, and these two folks are live in Prescott, Arizona. And um, I'm going to let them tell you about their ministry and their lives, really, their life and, and ministry is the same. It just kind of wraps around each other, both of those things. So, uh, Jake, let's start with no, no, Jenna. Let's start with you. Uh, <laughs> so let's just let let's do a um, an elevator uh, introduction. Who are you? Who is Jenna Fair? Hi, I'm Jenna. Thanks for having us on. Um, I was born and raised in Arizona. I'm an Arizona native here and where we live. And I, I grew up in a Christian home. And around the age of about 14, I had um, grown up with all the foundational teachings about the Lord and, and knew who he was. And But the biggest part of it, I think, is I didn't really know who he was in my life. I've seen him mm. work through me. So about 14, I went to a missions conference in California and heard about a mission trip and decided that uh, I wanted to do this. I wanted to venture out and see what God had for me. And it was the first time in my life where God could use, I saw God use a quiet, shy at the time, <laughs> um, little 14-year-old to make an impact for eternity, for someone to come to know Jesus and for their life to change for eternity through a, a person that was not eloquent with words and didn't know all the training of things, but God could still use you was a big um, 
identifier for me. And, and from that, I ended up uh, being so passionate about seeing students find out who they were and God using them that I uh, joined staff with an organization that took students on these same mission trips that I had experienced and mm. was able to disciple them and encourage them and uh, take them through their walk with the Lord and watch them experience these same things. And um, actually through that, I met my husband, Jake. I had gone on one of the teams that his parents were leading. So I got to meet him and we actually just clicked. Uh, we'd see the same thing across the room of a student struggling or something going on. And so um, we just ended up really having uh, a neat friendship over our love for encouraging and discipling students and went on. So, from it, so Jenna, is one of the one of the the conclusions from your short testimony that if you want to find a spouse, go on a mission trip? <laughs> It doesn't work for everyone, it but, um, but it does work yeah. to go the direction God's leading you okay. and bring someone along the same path if it's yeah. if that's His that's will. His will yeah, yeah. Uh, right. you, you might, and we're both heading the same direction, and and God can bring someone in that same yeah. line. So, right. <laughs> so yeah, okay, it, work for, it did work for me. <laughs> All right, great, Jake. What about you? What What's the Elevator version of who you are. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I grew up uh, as a pastor's kid, and um, we moved around a whole bunch growing up. I think I lived in probably by the time I graduated high school, maybe twenty different homes, and went to seven different schools. And um, and I, I did Sounds enjoy like a military family. What's that? Sounds like a military family. It, it does. In a lot of ways, there there was. I, I feel like yeah, there's certain aspects of life that are. <laughs> you know, oh, that was in this this state or this state, but um, but overall, it was a good experience. Um, it, it we'll talk more about this uh, later, but it it was challenging in a way that I think that was hard at the time. But God has used that since to be able to um, um, be maybe be less shy and 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 meet people and and get, get an opportunity to have a vast um, array of friendships and and uh, ability to connect with people of different backgrounds so anyways we did grew up i have a, two brothers and um we all had a, a great time growing up together but when i was a, a junior in high school uh, just had a really difficult time in in life and family um and for me that was um i remember we were we we we're having a really hard time financially, uh, right, right out of high school. And, um, we lived at a barn. Um, it was a working barn. So there were pigs and, and, uh, a sheep underneath. Um, I loved eating yeah. a ham sandwich in front of the pigs. I know that's a little weird, but I didn't. <laughs> and, um, so we, I was painting this barn cause we didn't have enough money to, to pay rent. And, um, and I remember putting the paintbrush down and sitting on the roof and just uh, having a conversation with God. I put it a lot more eloquently than I'm sure I did at, at 17, but, I just was was heartbroken about life and unsure about um you know the the hope even to to you know what what life was going to bring and I I remember asking Jesus I just said I I hope you are who you say you are and mm. uh, and it's neat to look back on that 20 some years later and to see that Jesus is who he says he is and um, he he cared for me in that way and and over the next year or two it uh, kind of developed into into working at um different places with students and then we met uh, met Jenna um and then that kind of took off from there from our ministry and and so many things and adventures that we've had the opportunity to do that I never dreamed that we would we have yeah we have two kids 
uh, one's about to graduate high school and the other one is in junior high and um and okay. uh, yeah had, had a great time hopefully they'll they have a positive experience too being uh, sons of, of pastors and missionaries <laughs> like okay. I did, so. All right. well so you both come from christian backgrounds mm-hmm. and um and god has led you through the experiences you've had to minister tell us about the ministry how does that work yeah uh, briefly kind of our path because i i i'm a big believer that i see that god uses what you're in now not to skip it and look ahead but to prepare you for what's next and it's really neat to see where we're at now how god has used all the the opportunities of the last you know 20 years to do that we were um, was a youth pastor at a church for almost 10 years and then we did um, student missions um, took students overseas on missions trips and right now we are with an organization called missionary gospel fellowship um, mgf and um, we are the missionary care directors um, so we have a, a couple parts of our position our main part is that we provide uh, pastoral care friendship um, encouragement to all the the missionaries in the organization and the 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 organization is missions to north america canada united states and mexico um and it's it's one thing it's many many different um basically if you have a heart and and fit with the mission statement and it's in those three countries then then that could be a, a place for you so it's a wonderful variety of 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 ministries um, that we have um, represented, and we get how, the, how many how many missionaries are with your organization? I would say forty five to fifty uh, missionary units, uh, different mission uh, ministries represented. So there's yeah. several from um, even about a third of them come from India, and they are planting churches in Sikh communities down in LA and Canada and different places. Um, okay, so it's a variety from prison ministry to adoption ministry mm-hmm. to planting Sikh churches to homeless ministries just has yeah. quite the variety of which is that, is, the freedom as well to do the things. Hey, Jenna, is, is that because the, the, um, the missionaries in your organization are doing all these things? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's a really quite a spectrum of. It is. Of yeah. Ministry that they have. Well, it even yeah. allows us to, we are the care directors of these missionaries that get to love and care for them. But we also have the freedom to what is God calling us to do daily and the things that he brings across our path. So Jake actually also teaches um, classes at the Indian Bible College for Native Americans up in Flagstaff, Arizona. And then um, I work with our homeschooling community Mm -hmm. and we do a lot of things with youth here from Bible studies, uh, theology class, teaching classes, the youth nights and youth nights and and hopefully maybe some, um, trips here soon too yeah. we're dreaming and thinking about covid kind of slowed all that things, down but but, but it's yeah. still we yeah, still have for mission trips for kids it's for students so yeah. we're we're dreaming and planning probably possibly going to zambia in um, june so yeah. taking a couple kids there so yeah. yeah okay all right well tell us some stories that illustrate how god directs you to use your time yeah. and you know, let's start with either some of the missionaries that you're the home care director for and so that it gives us an idea of, of how god uses you or some of the things that just come into your your life as you guys are settled right there and i'll leave it up to you to who who talks first okay <laughs> <laughs> well i think that um 
we had talked about this earlier, the, the care director position is unique in that um, a lot of what we do is unseen because um, I think growing up in ministry, like when we were, when we were um, at, at a church, we had five miscarriages and just a lot of things going on. And, and so it's you nice. Guys did, you guys yourselves had five miscarriages. Yeah. And, uh, wow. Wow. And that was a really rough time. And there were people who, like his brother came and preached for him and led some things. And there was people who stepped in. And so that's a big heart of what we do with these missionaries is to be able to fill in with when needed. But a lot of the things that happen are, are private. They need a place that they're all giving out so much that they don't have maybe someone to talk to themselves. And you need those safe places to be able to talk. And uh, if you're struggling with a faith crisis of something or their own private things, they need to be able to have a place. And we had that and know that experience. So it's important for us to to offer that. So there are a lot of things that are private that we can't really share, but that are, we see God work in and we have the opportunity to pray for whatever it may be, whether it's um, health things or family issues or infertility, like we had struggled with and on top of all that. And so we have, I think God uses all those things in, in unique ways, um, but we do get to see one of our missionaries. Uh, my son went on a mission trip down to Mexico, and it happened to be with the same organization. So we brought donuts down to the directors and um, get to care and love on them and walk through you know, their own family right. deaths. And, um, now, you, you, you mentioned a faith crisis, and it, I thought you were talking about about the missionaries. Do you mean missionaries sometimes have a faith crisis? <laughs> well, I, I would say this maybe to, to add that it's, um, yes, I think that we all have different things. Ministry is wonderful, but it is also, it can be discouraging and it can be so lonely. Sometimes there's a loneliness that hits that you, you wonder, does anybody see what I'm doing? The, the sacrifices that we make, the, the difficulties that happen. And, and, and sometimes there's a, that, that you want to be able to share those maybe with the people you work with or the, the church you're at. Um, and, and not that you can't do that, but it's nice knowing too. being in ministry is such a unique thing too. It's nice just to have somebody that, that kind of understands and, and has a heart to be able to say, oh, I, I get it. Or, or, um, I hear you or to be able to pray for you and just, just to listen. When we had a faith crisis, I I remember sharing yes uh, earlier that when both our parents, right as we were getting married, both our parents had um, separated and divorced. And so it was a real hard time in in getting married the same year. And we went away to a Bible college in Montana and our house burned down while we were there. And I just remember thinking, I don't want to do ministry. I don't want Dick to go to school for ministry or anything. I'm just having a hard time feeling God's love and knowing his love. I knew it in my head, his truth, but I didn't know it down in my heart that he cared for me because I didn't feel his care. Not that it's all about feelings, but I was really struggling and, mm-hmm. and walking through that and um, seeing how God cared through people. Sometimes we can see his care and that we see it in the Bible, but it, it comes, the hands and feet come out with people and, and showing the loves through that. And that was the biggest healing part was watching that. And okay, so- good. Uh, I want to just interrupt uh, briefly to let our audience know that you're watching and listening to the Kingdom and its Stories. And in this broadcast, we we interview people who have been walking with Jesus and allow Him to use them, their lives, 
as his hands and feet. So, um, Jenna, you were just sharing about the fact that both of your parents, Christian families, went through divorce in your life. So it's that's pretty dramatic. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and could be, I can really understand how that could be a crisis in faith or bring a crisis in faith. So has that experience of walking through difficulty in your own lives, miscarriages, parents divorce, your house burned down? <laughs> um, is, is it, has that enabled you or disabled you to be able to minister to others? I think in the midst of it, it felt disabled, disabling. disabling. But as, yeah, as as you, um, like I said, as, as people came around and loved us and cared for us, I think that I um, saw God's care. And it, God always uses our pain for a purpose. And I, I see now how all those things come up as we care for others, as we are in our own neighborhood and, um, you know, a neighbor can't get out to get medicine or whatever it may be that, that we've been in those hard times and, and struggled through things and we have a different understanding. And so it has, it has enabled us to love better, to love deeper, to love more mm-hmm. authentically and to um, care for others, not just okay. to, oh yeah, I know what you're going through way, but a deeper way and know how to but what do they need right now and how can we help and and so it has enabled us to really love deeper i think so yeah that's a good question so jake yesterday when we were talking you were you were talking about how you you work with kids with young people like Mm -hmm. you were giving an example of of uh what was it a seminar and replacing brake pads or something like that tell us about that yeah yeah what kind of led up to that was that there's just um that we found um just opportunities to to serve and help and and even though i I know those of you out there that have high school junior high school age kids it's such a, a busy busy time um, and it's probably one of the busier times in our lives, but yet we're also in some ways connected to friends and different opportunities and things where we might not be as much. And so we've, we've, we've taught some classes and done some things. And, um, one class that I taught to, uh, uh, a homeschool group of students, about 30 students was just an auto shop class. And I'm not necessarily a great auto mechanic. We just didn't have much. Go, growing up and I just thought oh, I could I could fix it how hard could it be and and um, uh-huh. ended up working on cars and knowing a little bit so we were we were passing that on and I was just talking about how you can use working on vehicles and different things as a ministry and we, we lived out in the country uh, a little bit and our our, our neighbor um, just had some had some car trouble and at one point I know my son and I we changed a, um, brakes and a, and a and a thermostat on his van um, and, and as I was telling my son, it said, it's, it's funny where we're at in ministry right now. You just never know, um, what the, what the day will bring. And it's kind of just to be open to God and say, okay, God, today's ministry is, is getting the hands dirty and working on the car. Another fun story that we liked was that, um, this, this same guy, poor guy locked his keys in his car and they didn't, they didn't have much money. And somehow we were able to 
open his, he had a minivan and the back window opened just a little bit, probably six inches. And we were able to unscrew something and pop that window. And my wife and I, my daughter was probably 10 at the time. We stood her up and we fed her through like she was a pipe, <laughs> or a piece of rope. And we fed her through this back window and she had to turn her head and contour her body and, and get in there. And then she crawled up and unlocked the door. And the guy was so happy. And I was just telling her like, thanks, you know, you, you, you God used you today <laughs> by, by, by being tiny and, and we were breaking into cars for Jesus, you know, and, <laughs> and so, so it's the, those things and we laugh about it and, and maybe that yeah, it didn't seem like a big deal. We went over there for 10, 20 minutes and helped, but, but what would he have done? You know, and, and the experience maybe that I had growing up with not a lot of money to be able to work on cars. Now God has used that. Um, and I think even with what we were saying earlier, um, that's a fun to look at now, but God doesn't waste our pain. He doesn't waste those trials and, and we're able to, he's able to use those in others' lives. And there's, there's something, your question earlier with talking about, was it discouraging at the time or, or good? There's, there's something redeeming about our difficulties and trials and storms when we're able to get healing from Jesus and then use those to encourage others in a similar circumstance. Um, okay, Jake, I've, I've got a question for both of you guys. Uh, okay, what you just described, working with kids, that doesn't sound like the job of a, a missionary care person. So, <laughs> so uh, how does how do you balance your vocational your ministry in terms of your role with the mission agency and just your lives, Jenna. You said you were working with homeschool moms. Is that part of that ministry, or is and yeah. you know, doing care repair? You know, how does that all fit together? It's busy, but it's um, it's a beautiful gift we've been given that we can care for our missionaries, um, whether it's through phone calls and visits. A lot of times, we'll pack up over the summer and and go just travel and visit them in different locations, but. During the year, it is more difficult because we homeschool our kids, but uh, we um, are able to, I, I'm part of a homeschool co-op, and so I teach some cell cl uh, classes there. I teach a cell class and a writing class, and, a, <laughs> you know, and so, but it's, I can love on kids that way and um, encourage moms in that way. So it's still, it's still ministry and things that we're doing daily, but it's also a it is blended with what we do with the missionaries um, that we work with. And it's a really neat balance because we still have a heart for loving people. And, and so it's, I, I appreciate that we have that freedom. There's, it's a, it's a freedom it's in, a, the in the organization that's, that's unique and wonderful. Yeah. Right. To see what God's doing daily. And um, our neighbor's house burned down. She lived with us for a little while and we cared for her and, you know, our directors are just like, that's, how's it going? Are you, and, and it's just a way to, they see that that's just loving on our, our neighbors. <laughs> and where you're at. Um, we have a sweet relationship with her now and, and she um, visits for Christmas and different things. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, God used her, her trials because we had a house burned down. <laughs> and so we were able to be out there with the middle, in the middle of the night, hugging her while her house is burning. And, and God used that, but, and yeah, that's not part of our director of missionary care role, but it's still caring for people. And mm. we get to balance that beautifully. Yeah, it sounds like it, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, and yeah. actually it changed our mindset. Even when we were given such freedom, it, it does make you slow down in life and walk out and 
and see every interaction at a store. And God wraps all of that together and says, here, go live for me. Mm. And it doesn't have to be in a title or anything else. He just allows us to listen to his Holy Spirit daily of what he has for us. And I think that's a big part of it. Well, so what would your message be to agency directors, Christian agency directors about keeping uh, their their staff's nose to the grindstone in terms of what's specifically on the on the job description. <laughs> well, I think actually that the more freedom you give them to listen to the Holy Spirit, mm. the more productive they're going to be in actually living for the Lord. And, and you don't have to ask them to work harder or do stay mm. nose to the grindstone. They're already going to do that when you give them that freedom. So to, to uh, trust the them. gifts that God's given them, and and you don't feel like you're it's so confined in ministry that it's that you can't do what you God has. Jake, you you have 30 seconds to tell those who are listening. What (laughs) would you say to them about being Jesus hands and feet? 30 seconds. Yeah. I, something that's been on my heart is um, just this idea of perseverance. Uh, Life is difficult. Jesus understands that. And he experienced it too. And to, to hang in there and, and, Use the difficult things in others' lives. Slow down. Notice others, and just through kindness, just just care and and um and and love others. Amen. A great note to end on. (laughs) Thank you, Jenna and Jake, so much for being with us and sharing how God has used you to be Jesus' hands and feet. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.